A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Phil Muscatello and Finpods are authorized reps of Money Sherpa. The information in this podcast is general in nature and doesn't take into account your personal situation. Shares for beginners. Weekend watch list. G'day and welcome back to Shares for Beginners Weekend Watch List, where we'll be taking a close look at an individual company, sector, or ETF that you may wish to consider for your watch list. It's not a recommendation to buy, but a way for you to learn how Stockopedia screens for value. Joining me today is Elio D'Amato, and we're talking Pilbara Minerals ASX code PLS. G'day, Elio. Yeah, g'day, Phil. Tell us about Pilbara Minerals, or as I say, not another lithium stock. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've decided to bring the grand poobah, uh, top of the tree, as it were, in regards to lithium stocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, Pilbara Minerals is a hard rock lithium producer. The Pilgungura project hosts one of the world's largest hard rock lithium uh, deposits, basically in the world. Now, I'm not going to go into the geology too much, Phil, uh, but lithium can be either hard rock or brine. Now, Brine involves finding saline groundwater, which is pumped to the surface and then dissolved, versus hard rock, which is basically mined using traditional methods. Now, that's a bit like in Chile, isn't it? Chile and lithium is that, yeah, where you've got those huge um, flat, you know, salt flats. Yeah, very much so, exactly. So, Australia has the world's largest hard rock deposit, and uh, hard rock is more flexible because basically hard rock can be processed into either lithium hydroxide, which is used in ion batteries or lithium carbonate. Now, brides initially can only be done in carbonate, but then they need further processing to eventually get them to hydroxide stage. So despite uh, the increased costs that uh, brine offer, the other benefits of hard rock include the fact that uh, it contains higher lithium content and can be processed faster than what brine is. So very advantageous. But back to the company itself, though, it has two production facilities. Uh, It has the Pilgrim plant up in the north, and the Nugaju plant in the south. And the overall project is located only 120 kilometres from Port Hedland, and uh, it's well serviced by road rail and, of course, port infrastructure. So unlike many lithium stories, uh, these guys are actually in production, and I think that's an important distinction because many of the lithium stories or stocks, as you referred to at the start there, are just dreamers at this stage. They're currently driving around, inevitably, the Pilbara themselves, digging holes, trying to find the next big massive thing. Whereas Pilbara's already in and amongst it. They've been benefiting from the boom in lithium de- demand globally, not just now, but what they've been doing over the last, geez, 12 months, 24 months, and even beyond then. And they were really able to capitalize on record spodamine prices when they were around last year. Now, Lithium prices have eased a little bit since uh, since then, but look, the business is self-funded. It's not beholden to rising costs and you know cautious speculators that might sell the price down. It's worth fourteen billion dollars in terms of market cap. It's an ASX fifty company, and it's currently producing over six hundred and twenty thousand tons of spodumene concentrate every single year. So. And by no means are they a small player. They provide around 8% of the world's total lithium, according to them. Um, and their sales model is actually quite interesting. They have the standard offtake agreements, uh, which are just you know contract deals with uh, big uh, battery makers and big uh, users of batteries. 
But then again, they also have what they call their battery metals exchange, where often they will just basically put up some lithium up for auction and it goes to the highest bidder. And last year, when spodamine prices were going through the roof, uh, this was incredibly lucrative and often saw them realise prices much higher than the current spot price. And I believe that Australia is the second largest producer of lithium in the in the world at the moment. Yeah, that's correct. We are a very big player in this space and many of the large global companies want to be involved with Australia and our lithium, not only for its uh, quality, but also our safe jurisdiction and, and what we're able to, uh, uh, to deliver um, as per contracts that we adhere to. So I think it's fair to suggest, though, that the type of lithium that we produce really is focused more on that hard rock because it tends to be more lucrative, it's more efficient, it tends to be better quality and is highly priced by the external market. The rest of the world does have quite a bit. Uh, you spoke of Chile, for example, you've got Argentina as well. There's a number of countries in South America that actually do deliver quite a significant amount of brine to the broader market. But in terms of hard rock, we're number one, which, you know, to be frank, is the most prized and most valuable anyway. So uh, good on us. I also noticed uh, when I looked at this this morning on Stockopedia that it's the third most viewed company in the community over the last seven days. What, what does that kind of signal to you? Well, look, it's pretty obvious. I mean, you know, Pilbara's um, what we call internally at Stockopedia a super stock. It has an overall stock rank of 91, which puts it in the upper sphere of companies on our exchange. Now, it's important for me to remind everyone that our scoring system is a relative measure. So all companies are benchmarked against one another by methods that are not devised by us. I mean, rather, we use the strategies and styles of investing giants who over the years have used various different ratios to measure companies and their factor performance. But obviously, with an overall score of 91, they're up in the top 10%. Obviously, they're and we'll get to this in a moment when we talk about the actual results of the business and its current performance. But its price has experienced a little bit of weakness in recent times, and investors may very well be looking at the quality of this stock, its long-term trajectory, and the role that it's going to play in the new green energy future, and may be thinking that there is possibly a bit of an opportunity there, given the fact that they are operating so well. So what's got you interested, and what's, uh, what's it showing up on the Stockopedia screen? Yeah, so breaking down that overall score of 91, um, Phil, I'll start with quality, which is at 98. So when you look at the key metrics there of return on capital, return on equity, uh, low bankruptcy risk, uh, margins, cash flow, all are very strong. So the 2023 full year report was, look, it was stellar. The set of numbers, you know, you see a company grow its revenues by over 200%, its profit by over 300%, $2.4 billion you know that that's underlying a quality business. The other thing that's actually quite attractive with it is given those strong numbers that it was able to produce, that value also rates quite solidly at 87. So it's still within the top 20% of the broader market in terms of value. So we've got a high quality stock that represents value and we measure value by metrics such as, you know, PE, which is sitting at around nine. You've got EV to EBITDA, which is below three. You've got price to free cash flow, which is uh, currently at around four. So generally, quality value ranks highly. But then as I alluded to, momentum is where it's currently falling down. And we actually have that ranked as 51. And there's a few reasons for uh, this occurring. 
So from a price perspective, on a one-year basis, the stock has underperformed the All Ordinaries Index by some 25%. There has been some strong periods of underperformance as well, particularly over the last month and the last three months. And the stock is currently trading below its 50-day and 200-day moving average. And much of that weakness has to do also with analyst revisions, which is another component of our momentum rank. So after the full year result was delivered, despite the fact that it was impressive and everyone was cheering, um, it was, the market wanted a little bit more, if you can believe that, um, Phil. So lithium prices have also fallen from their 2022 peak. So with a few downgrades on the back of their performance, plus the fact that lithium prices have come down, we've seen EPS downgrades for 2024 and 2025, and that impacts the overall score. So as a price taker, you need to appreciate and understand that Pilbara is somewhat beholden to the price of lithium. And as lithium goes up and down, given the fact now that they are producing, that's going to impact share price. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Are you picking shares on gut instinct? Buying on press tips or rumours? Do you struggle to find the time to keep up with the research and analysis that goes into evaluating potential stocks? Stockopedia are pleased to offer a special deal to listeners of this podcast, a 14-day free trial and a 10% discount on the first year of membership. Sign up now at y.stockopedia.com sfb. There's no better time to access the most comprehensive, easy-to-use investing toolbox for DIY share investors. 10% off, 14-day free trial, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's y.stockopedia.com sfb. It's also worth reflecting, isn't it, about what the concept of value means. And it really comes back to Warren Buffett, like trying to find good companies at a cheap price. Is that the way it's defined and how Stockopedia looks at the concept of value? Or is it more nuanced than that? Yeah, it is a little bit more nuanced than that, because of course, that worked for Warren Buffett. But many people have tried to replicate that method over the years and journeys, and they've never been quite able to be as successful. Well, I haven't yet. And I tried a very long time to try to replicate that um, hopefully I would say on the way, but I'm not, definitely not there at that point yet. We're all on the journey together. Aren't we? No, we certainly are. That's that's the fun part of it all. But I think it's important for me that it's not important. You know, it shouldn't be for us to be dogmatic in regards to how we should go about investing. I mean, you have some wonderful guests on your podcast, Phil, who all have various different approaches to investing, and all have been successful in their own right. So whether you want to be a quality investor, where you're looking at you know how the actual company performs, whether you're a value investor, where you're trying to find cheap stocks, uh, you know Benjamin Graham had his net net theory, where basically he was trying to buy businesses that were less than the value of the actual assets of the company. So he was very much looking for you know deep value in that instance, or whether you're looking for momentum, which is of course the flavor of the month and. Um, has been proven here in Australia to uh, drive excess returns for quite some time, 
as um, Eugene Farmer once famously said, great um, academic, I should say, in the finance space, he said, you know, momentum is the extreme outlier. It's the one thing that you can't actually model. And at the end of the day, though, the reality is that it's a strong contributor to overall portfolio returns. If it's going in your favor, of course, if it's going against you, it's a, a big detractor. So I don't mind using the concept of value as this idea of finding a great business. But then the question is, what defines that? For some people, you know, finding really dirt cheap stocks where they've been absolutely punished by the market is not ideal because they're not comfortable trying to catch a falling dagger, as they say. Whereas for some, they don't want to look at just quality because that means you could be purchasing stocks at nosebleed price levels. Or they might not like momentum because it is somewhat a bit of a dark art and can't be easily explained. So if you want to find combinations of all three, that's what our overall stock rank does. And that could constitute a concept of value, as it were, if you want to find you know good, cheap, strong stocks. But ultimately, what defines a value opportunity for someone, value in the sense of being worthwhile, that will depend on the way that they want to invest. And then what the various metrics that relate to that method, what they actually look like. It's a really interesting point because you know, I'm, st- I'm thinking of companies like ProMedicus, for example, which is one of our most expensive stocks on the stock exchange. It has a PE above 100, but it's been overvalued since the price was $13. Today, it's well over 80, if not touching 90. So it, it's a little bit in the eye of the beholder um, value. And therefore, if you know what you're looking for, you can find valuable investments relative to the way you want to invest. So getting back to Pilbara, what are the Mm. risks involved in this particular company? Well, obviously, the biggest risk is the price of lithium. Now, notwithstanding the fact that... It's a commodity company, and that's um, the basis behind any any risk behind any of these companies. It's a price taker. You can't uh, dictate to the market, oh, I'll just tap on an extra 5% just to cover my costs. No, they've got to take what the market's willing to give them. So if you've got rising costs... Uh, in your business, as many miners have been having in recent times. And to be frank, with the exception of gold stocks, this has been a real problem for a lot of mining stocks in recent times, um, where the commodity price has actually been either going sideways or downwards, yet their costs have been going up, which means that margins get squeezed, and therefore the company's not as profitable as it was. So obviously, the lithium price is a big risk for someone like a, a Pilbara. Because uh, if lithium prices continue to fall, then that's an issue. The other thing to note is that this is not just a lithium stock or lithium the commodity. It's actually an operation. So they do have mining operations. They've got processing operations. They've got two processing facilities. Now, any uh, technical issue or some something blows up, could be a strike on site or something like that. Who knows? But that will be an obvious risk uh, for this particular business. Um, and further to that, they've just recently approved um, plans to actually uh, uh, increase their uh, level of production um, up to around uh, one, uh, 1 million tonnes per, uh, per year, which is an extraordinary amount. They currently sit around 620,000. That's going to involve costs. So they're going to have to pay more money. They're going to have to go down there and go down that path. They're doing other things like, for example, now, this is where risks also become opportunities, where, for example, they've also recently um, agreed to produce a, a demonstration plan for midstream lithium, which is basically, you know, they're at the base level where they're extracting lithium, but then they send it offshore to someone else to then do the rest of the processing. 
Well, now they're looking at actually doing a little bit more of that processing higher up, capturing more of the value chain. And they're doing that with a listed company by the name of Kellex. Um, and for those that don't know, they're involved in uh, things like carbon capture, for example. So if they're able to do this uh, midstream lithium processing with this carbon capture technology and make it work, it could be potentially quite lucrative given its reduced environmental impact. But of course, it's a risk. And that's something that involves capital expenditure. They've got to put a lot of money into this. These things don't cost. You can't run these things on the you know back of an oily rag or uh, or smell of an oily rag, I should say. These are you know pretty big and distinct projects. So that adds an element of risk. The other thing investors need to note is that Pilbara has seen a massive spike in the amount of short interest in the last few weeks. Now. It's always been a little bit elevated, but now it's the most shorted stock on the exchange by some distance. While this doesn't guarantee that things are going to go bad, it does mean that there are a large group of people betting against the company. No doubt this is supported by the idea that lithium prices taking a hit in the short term will impact margins, and it's definitely something to watch. It's also interesting, though, with short interest is sometimes that can work to an investor's advantage. It's not always a negative thing, is it? We hear about unwinding shorts. Yeah, short covering, as it's otherwise also known as, whereby if you're on the wrong side of the trade and the stock starts to go up and you're assuming it's going to go down, you by closing your bets, effectively what you need to do is to buy back the stock that you've already sold in order to square yourself off. And that creates this natural buying pressure, which can see the price go up. But of course, most people will often take it as, what do they know that I don't know? And therefore look at uh, short interest as a bit of an indicator as to whether there's something underlying that they need to be aware of. But beyond the lithium price and also beyond the expenditure which comes with growing, there's a number of things to like about this business from an opportunity perspective. For example, recent drilling on the Pilgangura operation there basically increased the mine life by another nine years to 34 years. So it's, uh, it's sitting on a very, very um, large deposit. Further, global demand for lithium is only going to increase and there are expected to be shortages to come um, over the uh, next few decades. So they're going to be producing right at that time, which is exactly what you want, um, rather than the guys looking for stuff now and you're hoping that they'll eventually get to production by the time the demand's there because, of course, if the demand disappears and now they're ready for production, oh, might have been. A little bit um, too late. So uh, yeah, that's uh, definitely one of the big uh, things. But this is a company that's going to be part of our green energy future. Uh, and it doesn't have any of those startup risks that many of those other lithium stocks do. So recent price weakness in um, Pilbara Minerals could actually provide an opportunity to buy into this high quality and good value business at a price which is you know cheaper than what it was, say, six months ago, and therefore creates a bit of a yeah, opportunity for investors who are yet to have been part of this story. Fantastic, Elliot. Thanks very much for joining me today. Thank you very much, Phil. Thanks for listening to Shares for Beginners. You can find more at sharesforbeginners.com. If you enjoy listening, please take a moment to rate or review in your podcast player or tell a friend who might want to learn more about investing for their future. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.